Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Torepko, and, and you are listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back again, tennis fans. We are fresh off uh, semi-finals day, and what a day it was in the women's side. GTL got it right again. What can I say? Uh, it is Radu Kanu versus Fernandez in the final. The final we all wanted. The fairy tale story from both sides. We've got the gritty, determined, comes back, defeats former Grand Slam champs versus the girl who steamrolls everyone and doesn't drop a set. The teenagers, the first teenager since 99. JG. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, apologies for a little bit late. We needed some time to recover from a monster night. It was a long one. It was special and it is very memorable. One I'll never forget. Um, we're now going to be seeing a final between Leila Fernandez, Radu Kanu. And you've got to say, it's one of the most eagerly anticipated finals on the women's side I've seen for many years. Um, people who don't watch tennis are queuing up to watch it. I know they're going to be trying to show it, some of it on the BBC. Um, everyone in the UK is going crazy, and rightfully yeah. so, because Emma, she's not just playing well, she's not getting through matches, she's, she's not scraping through, saving match points, big big moments towards the end of sets. She's demolishing every single player she plays right now. Um, we've got endless amounts of stats for this video. I don't know where to begin with the stats, but why don't we just begin with maybe how long she spent on court? Because she's not been on there very long compared to Leila Fernandez, considering she's played an extra three matches already this tournament. Yeah, indeed. You can bring up the graphic there. I've just popped it up. Uh, Mr. Rothenberg nicely giving us some stats on his Twitter there, saying how ruthlessly efficient uh, has the 18 year old qualifier Emma Raducanu been during her historic US Open run? She spent less time on court. Then her final opponent, opponent Leila Fernandez, despite playing three more matches, which is pretty crazy. 11 hours, 34 minutes uh, against 12 hours, 45. And that was only seven hours and 42 in the main draw. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Very different routes, very different styles of players, but both equally as exciting. Um, yeah. I know some people, especially some of the British uh, sort of, fans and around the world you're even yourself a little bit i feel like they're a bit biased towards emma saying that she's a lot better than this and that fernandez for me is just as exciting and i'm i'm super pumped for her as well in the final but emma 11 hours 34 she's played what's it a, a lot less there an hour less than fernandez but playing three extra matches 
Yeah. She's just demolished players. And it's been, we've seen breadsticks from uh, Swans, the lot. And let, yeah. looking back to last night's match, Sakari, um, the final score for that was, what was it, 6-1, six, 6-4, six, six, was it? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, it was a, wasn't close again, was it? The first set, especially. It was a bit of a whitewash. And Radu Kanu, 6-1. Six, six, oh, we were talking about a bagel. It was very close to being a bagel for Emma. Five, five love, wasn't it? I mean, we yeah. just couldn't really... It was just scratching our heads watching it. I'm pinching myself all the way through the stream, trying to work out what is going on. Is there something in the water? I don't know. But it looks like whatever they're taking i want some too because it's absolutely incredible and everyone's talking about this tournament yeah. all the pundits are saying this is the best us open of all time they're not saying this is oh this is well, up there with one of the they think that this is going down on record as possibly the most exciting us open that's ever been i think most certainly for the women's side of things as well um, yeah just to put this into perspective what's happened I don't know if you've got that graphic on there, but I did definitely send it to you. It's an old one from yesterday. And that is the comparison oh, okay. between this matchup and the, and the men's. So Not on sure. the men's, I don't know if you've got that there, but it is like seeing, um, I forget the two players they had. I think it's like Barrer versus Poprin in the final. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did send me that. It was uh, Antoine, they did the ranking. Antoine Hang, Hang. that's it. Uh, Hang versus Poprin. That's it. So you if you put it. the same rankings... For the women's as what it is the men's currently, it's like seeing Antoine Huang in the final <laughs> versus Poprin. And how crazy would people be going then if we were to see that? Um, it's oh, just exactly. beautiful that we're able to see it on the women's. And now I think these two girls, we've been given a lot of hype to Coco Goff. Myself, I'm a massive fan of her. But what Fernandez and Radu Kanu have just done is nothing sort of miraculous. And they've now put themselves on the stage of being elite athletes. I honestly think this is not the. This is just. I don't think it's a one-off. I think they're going to be here for many, many years to come. And what a generation of tennis we're going to be witnessing! Um, I just want to say shout out to the uh, to the live chat. We've got Thomas Rockin. Cheers, Thomas. Oh, Tom, Good great to see, to see you, you in the chat again, uh, and appreciate the super sticker. Hopefully, you're yeah. enjoying the tennis as much as we are. Yeah, one of our patrons and uh, the rock at the center of the GTL universe over on Discord as well. So jump in there if you want to chat to Thomas Rock and uh, and us as well. Join the Patreon for as little as three quid a month. And uh, yeah, we'll be bringing you extra stuff on there after the US Open. But yeah, to go back to these matches, I just thought Leila Fernandez, if we speak about her one, because... Uh, Against Sabalenka, it was what we sort of said. Sabalenka, it was on her racket, that match. Yep. And she played incredibly in the first, I say, five games. Yeah. Hitting winner after winner after winner. And you just thought, oh, no. <laughs> Is this going to be, she won't even be able to get a shot off in this? Because it just seems like clean winners. Yep. And then the real Fernandez turned up. The rallies started to get longer. And then the mental side of Sabalenka turned up as well. And you even called it right at the end of the match. You said, I want to see her try and serve at 5-4 down. And she couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. simple as that. Listen, I, I couldn't have called that match any better if I tried. And I don't, yeah. I don't, I rarely do that. But I just had a feeling that even when Sabal was up free love, there was a lot of people in the chat saying, oh, here she goes, Bagel Town, Breadstick Town, all, the, all of that other stuff. And I just believed in Fernandez even at that moment because... 
she's come through so much adversity and we'll have a little look through her route. I know we've got it up on the screen. Um, sure. Uh, we'll find the right one. Which one was it? Jose? Yeah, there you there go. You go. <laughs> uh, the route for Fernandez. You just have a look at some of these names and this is why you can't dismiss her. If she's free love down against Sabalenka, just calm down. Stay grounded because we know what she can do and she fights back. She's not beating these players. She's losing sets and fighting back. She's yeah. facing adversity. It's very different to Emma and the way she's been getting through this US Open. You need to remember, Emma Raducanu has not dropped a single set the whole tournament as well, may I add. Yeah. But Fernandez, she has been dropping sets and she got through um, a former quarter finalist in Konya, another full, former quarter finalist in Kanepi, yep. a former champion and world number one, Naomi Rainy. Osaka. And yeah, reigning champion, another former champion. And if she's not done it once, she'd say, oh, I'll do it again. I'll do it in the fourth <laughs> round as well. I can do not this. <laughs> and against Kerber, she beat her 6-2 in the final set. Svitolina, yeah. arguably one of the best live watch-alongs we've ever done on Game to Love, that one. I thought it was epic. I loved every minute so of exciting. it. exciting. And that was special. And that was obviously um, the number five in the world, Svitolina. And then the number two in the world in Sabalenka, one of the hardest-hitting players. And there's been a bit of everything. You can't just say she deals well with powerful players. She can play the tactically astute players like, say, an Osaka or a Kerber. She can play the sheer power of Sabalenka, the endurance of Svitolina. She's got it all, the girl. And I'm just blown away by the way she's been playing. And she's not done yet because she's into the final. She's going to be the underdog for the final. But it's in my eyes, I see her as, I think it's 50-50, but if anything a marginal favourite based off the resilience I've seen from her. I think we know what she can do in a face of adversity. We don't know what Emma can do. If Emma well, is to lose that first set, how would she respond to that in a Grand Slam final? But this is the thing. We get, we've not seen the adversity. We've seen the back. adversity at the beginning of each of the sets from Emma, though. She goes down normally a break at the start of every match. And then she just turns it around. This sure. match was completely different. She went five love up against Sarkari. And there seems to be a weird effect when she goes onto the court and they stare at her from the other end of the court. They Their game goes off. And Raducanu, when she suddenly settles in and starts hitting a bit uh, with more freedom, she goes for everything early. She starts hitting big early in rallies. And that was the thing that we saw from Sabalenka, but she wasn't wasn't able to maintain it for the whole whole match. It fell off. With Raducanu, it just seemed to be there for the for the whole duration of those two sets, and she, there was no letting up. And yeah. that is the key, I think, to her in this final. Can she do it without letting up again? Because this is one more match. Can she go on that type of run of uh, winning those many games as well, like five again in a row in this match against Sarkari? Very impressive. This is somebody in Sarkari who, I don't know, she made it to the semi-finals of the, uh, of the French Open. She just beat Pliskova in straight sets. Andriescu in the last round. Kovitova. She's been smashing top opposition. And she just got absolutely blitzed. Yeah, by and serving well as well. There was that yeah. match where she was, what, 22 points consecutive yeah. to serve. No one could seem to stop her. Sakari was looking better and better as every round went on. She, she faces um, an informed Raducanu and, I don't know, it just all goes to, I don't want to say the word, but it all goes, goes to, to part. shit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly, it does. I don't know. I can't, there's no explaining it either. And, I, and as much as you, 
you want to heap praise on Emma because she's just doing her part. That's all she can do. She hits her shots. If the opponent is like a deer in the headlights, that's not for her. That's that's just their problem. Listen. But is that the effect she's bringing to the court? Are people getting deer in the headlights vibes when they play Emma Raducanu? Well, it's, it's, look at their personalities as well now. Wow, Let's it's talk amazing. About that. Both yeah. of them, that's, there's some similarities there. It's calm that's personified. Um, you can yeah. see Fernandez. I feel like she celebrates a little bit more on court. For uh, Raducanu, maybe a bit within herself, more focused, but still calm. So, so calm under yeah, pressure. Yeah. It's scary, if I'm honest. Uh, Alvin's asking, is Emma a good point constructor? In her interview, she's been talking about how um, she has a, a picture in her head, sort of the patterns of play, which she's going to be playing next. Yeah. And I thought that was very interesting, that she's not just... A lot of players, they're sort of taking each point as it comes. She's thinking a bit into the future. She's thinking about, if she goes down here, what am I going to do? Am I going to go cross court? Am I going to opt for the backhand here? Am I going to take a little bit off this ball? She's very, very intelligent. Highly yeah, very. intelligent. Uh, her tennis IQ is right up there with one, some of the best. And that is so encouraging for a young player to have that. That's so rare in itself. And like we've been speaking about many times before on the podcast, Grand Slams aren't won always by the best player. They're won by the player who can handle it mentally the best. These two, mentally, exactly right. I don't know. Is there, any better, is, there, is there many people better? They've got sort of Djokovic vibes. They're doing it with a smile on their face as well. And even you saw, even in that Fernandez match last night, uh, I know that Raducanu was the same, but there was at one point, wasn't there, when uh, Sabalenka tried yeah. to get the crowd on her side and she was going, come on, come on, get... And then as soon as Fernandez hit a winner, she just did it straight away after and gave a little smirk, like knowing the crowd were going to be roaring louder for her. And I like it. It's cheeky. But I like it because she's got like there's a little naughty edge in there, but she was just doing it just to prove a point that yeah, you might have you might be able to try and get people on your side. There's more people here supporting me. I bet you I can get a bigger roar. Uh I I just I think it's great. Uh, uh the, the battle between Saba for the crowd. Yeah, that, yeah, it's, yeah it's that, just, it was good. Saba spoke about it in her interview, and she was saying that she was expecting them to be supporting Fernandez. She tried her best. She said that she loved it as well. She she thought it was an amazing atmosphere. And although that a lot of people were cheering for Fernandez, um, it was one of the best experiences she's had. So credit to Sabalenka. She's been um very, oh. very mature and classy. That's the yeah. word. Yeah, after after her after a defeat. And it can be quite hard to be like that sometimes after you've lost, especially in such a big match, trying to get to her first Grand Slam final. But I have a lot of respect for Saba and the way she handled the defeat. Um mm. Definitely. But, but yeah, on to these two. I don't know where you want to go next with it. Well, um, I, I just think the rivalry. If, could this be the next big rivalry yeah. in women's tennis? That is the one thing that I'm sort of alluding well, to. Should we Emma, go while to... you're doing that? Yeah, well, let's do that. But just quickly, Catch the Coyote makes a good point. Emma Raducanu stopped getting psyched up uh, because we saw how that worked out at Wimbledon. It seems to be at Wimbledon, she was playing to the crowd a little bit more and yes. it didn't end too well for her. Very you saw true. Of her breathing, um, a bit of anxiety as well in that match against Tomjanovic. She seems to be more controlled with that now, which I think is helping her. Fernandez, she she gives she, she sort of plays to the crowd a little bit more, but everyone's different, and maybe that is just her style. And, and Fernandez is a little bit different. One thing with Emma, you see, she constantly looks to her coach a lot. Uh, yes. And when she does, they sort of give like a little nod, just sort of calm. And I think he's been a really good. Uh, foundation for her 
um, to improve her game and sort of help with the mental side of things. Definitely. Uh, On to the rivalry. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. This one's quite an interesting stat. It's a random one right. that uh, just was there. Layla Fernandez has now uh, as many top 10 wins uh, at Grand Slams as world number one and world number two combined. <laughs> what a ridiculous stat that is. Uh, I love it. I like it, though. Correct me if I'm wrong. Zverev doesn't have a top 10 win yet at no. Grand Slam level. Nope. Alex Zverev. Leila Fernandez, how, do, how many does she have now? Well, it's a very good point. Uh, let's just have a quick look down her list. So, Svitolina, um, Sabalenka, Asaka. Asaka. Is that the is that the three? I don't know. I don't think Kerber makes it. Kerber's yeah. not quite there, but as good as seventeenth. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, pretty close. It's crazy man. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, like people go their whole careers. Like I'm talking really good players as well. They'll go a whole career without beating a top ten player. Oh yeah. She's sure. just beaten three in this tournament, so they've got to be so proud. These uh, these two girls of themselves, I just what they're achieved. This is something. Even if you don't achieve anything else in your career, this is just so epic uh, that yeah. they've done so well just to get to this point. Listen, I've been thinking that, but I don't think we need to use that attitude because I think they will achieve. I so think they will more. as well. But the, this is just the beginning. This would have made more sense last year, though, wouldn't it? Oh, there's no crowd. Some people aren't showing up. Loads of players aren't there. Oh, a random person might win it or someone might come through. No, everyone's back. And this is a full stacks draw. Yep. And now we've got. And a these crowd two. as well. There's a crowd. Yes. We can't say there's no crowd. That's kind of playing a factor. Players turned up to this US Open. And the ones who are in it are, what, 150 and 70 in the world before the tournament. The equivalent to on the men's side. Uh, and Alexi, Alexi Poprin and an Antoine Huang reaching the final. I just love that stat. I have to bring it up every time. Indeed. Let's go through the next one here. Uh, Leila Annie Fernandez. I know that uh, everyone likes calling her Annie as well. Uh, is the youngest player to reach a Grand Slam final since Maria Sharapova in 2004. Emma Raducanu is the youngest player since Leila Fernandez <laughs> about an hour and a half ago. What a great tweet that is. Uh, yeah, I love <laughs> How good is that, mate? Yeah, I think. Well, look, at, look at the names we're seeing now. We're seeing like the Williams. I see them Sharapova. in a few stats. Sharapovas, Henin. All these crazy yeah. players are they being compared to? Uh, That's right. Virginia Wade. All of these other stuff. It's just special. It really is. Um, and then another one here. Obviously, the rivalry. I thought you was going to bring this up earlier, but Sorry, Emma yeah, Raducanu versus Leila Fernandez. You can see this is 2018 Wimbledon. In the yeah. juniors, they did play each other, and Radu Kanu was able to win on that occasion. Didn't do too well in the quarters there, though, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Eager. Look, she won it, though, didn't she? Eager that uh, year, I believe. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Yeah, in the quarterfinals, she got wrecked, but Eager was. Listen, Eager's only a year older than these as well, and I think she's another player we love on the podcast. Yeah. You throw her into the mix as well. I think that's what? a really great great future for women's tennis and I on game it... to love we love promoting the future of tennis the likes of Iga Savante Radu Khan you've got Sabalenka she's still a little bit older than them yet again Coco Goff coming through Clara uh, Clara Towson as well yes yeah Clara Clara Brow she's on there too Morel I, I was gonna say as well something that no one really been speaking about was Iga and obviously the match before was Eager versus uh, Bencic. Imagine yeah. if Eager had beaten Bencic, then we would have had Radu Kanu 
Svantec. Yeah. Would, a, a that's what, yeah, would, but then you never know, do you? You don't know, would that have ha- affected Emma? But I, I think it didn't it's happen. now, man. Didn't, I think it's yeah, different. It, it's comp- I don't think we can read too much into these results. It's more no, of a, exactly. it's just quite fascinating that they have played each other before. Yeah, um, exactly. And yeah, I don't think it doesn't mean too much, but they do have Radu Kanu as the favourite now for the final. Uh, we've got one of our expert tipsters in the chat here, Chris oh. Smear. Go check him out on our Discord chat if you want to find out his <laughs> thoughts on in the world of tennis. He knows challengers, ITFs a lot. He's saying, to love Emma. Cheers, guys. Oh, cheers to you, Chris. Thanks for joining. Cheers, Chris. Yeah, he's got a lot of uh, analytical uh, uh, betting advice in the Discord, so jump in there. Good CEP uh, graphs as well. Yeah, cool. And, the... and he's going for straight sets against. So that would mean Emma wins the US Open without dropping a set. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. I would love that. That, for me, would be what a story. I mean, Sviantec did the same, didn't she, at the French? But yeah. this would be arguably even more impressive because she's just blown onto the scene. I just think it's going to be super exciting. There's another stat or another comment that you've uh, sent me here saying the crazy stat of the night. This is the first US Open semi-final night without a Williams sister since 2006. Oh, yeah. 15 years. Yeah, I had to bring this one up because for me, you've got to appreciate what's happening right now. This is a new era. And I think we're going to, this is like the, the changing of the guard. It's happening now on the women's because as much as sort of that next gen uh, breed of players have been very good and exciting, there's a lot of young players on, on the on the women's tour. I think this sort of I, I don't know what to call them. I, I get mixed up with this next gen, all this, all these mm-hmm. other terminology. But these young guns, the teenagers, the teens coming through, yeah, wow, they can play. They're serious, and well, let's just see what they could they can achieve. But no Williams, and we're getting the likes of Radu Cardu Fernandez. Uh, eager going all right as well. I think she's going to be great on the clay. Coco Goff, I think she's still in the doubles. Um, she's going to be back, I'm sure. It's all, all to play for and we're going to see a few new Grand Slam champions and we're certainly going to be seeing a new one come Saturday night. It's so exciting. I th- I'm, I'm ex- It's probably the most exciting match, obviously, in, I wouldn't even just say this US Open, probably... I can't even remember when I've been more excited for a US Open match. Uh, it's that exciting, this match. And that takes, that goes past all of the other people who have won. Just the fact it could be their first Grand Slam, it just adds this extra element to to this one. And they're, they're both very similar as well. I don't know, just the stature. Well, they're not. They're similar, but they're not they're, similar. Yeah, but the stature, and they're, they're both quite petite, and it's not... They both seem quite sweet people and they're not big, muscular, bruising. So they're just skillful, high IQ tennis players that have made yeah. it through a Grand Slam That's in true. completely different ways. And there's no way of telling whether uh, Radu Kanu, whether she'd beaten maybe who Fernandez had, if she had the same draw. You don't know. She might have done. And yeah. the same with uh, Fernandez. I'm sure yeah. she probably would have done the same. You just don't know because no. it's it's tennis maths and you can't, can't uh, you can only beat who put you they put in front of you i'm really interested to find out because we're gonna have to do some predictions and this oh, is where it's that time are no, we? i think it, i think we are mate we can go around it and we can listen talk i could about talk about these two for another hour and just not do the prediction like i, I don't sure. want to do this prediction well we're gonna have to do it because it's just one of those things mate it's a very exciting matchup people are here to sort of see 
which way we think it's going to go. And I'm sure that there's two. I'm sure there's two results that most people probably think it's going to be in score lines. And I'm sure we already know what they are. Um, yeah. There's either people are probably going to think, think two nil, uh, Raducanu to love, like Chris has said, Raducanu, or two one. Leila Fernandez. That seems to be the running thing for the US Ombuds. It's just which one are you going to pick? That's the only it. one no one's saying is Leila in two. Or Raducanu in three, which yeah. is what I've been picking every time. Yeah. Well, listen, I man, just going back to the draw previews we did and we're talking about Raducanu. I don't think we even gave Fernandez more than 20 seconds airtime on that draw thing. Yeah, Have we spoken? Just... Disgusting. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. No one expected it. It's comp- nobody expected. We've seen a lot of Leila Fernandez as well, but we didn't anticipate um, her to be able to do what the level she's produced. No. Um, but just let's get on to the predictions. But before we do, why don't we have a little? Um, why don't we listen to see what Emma has to say? <laughs> uh, because we've been trying to get into contact with Emma regarding the final. Uh, we had a correspondent on the ground, and let's see what he had to say. Well, let's see what Emma had to say regarding her thoughts on the US Open final. <laughs> Hello, Emma. How are you? Good. So, you're about to play the final. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling confident and I'm going to give it my best shot. And if it doesn't work, then that's all I can do. <laughs> if it doesn't work that's all i can do so that's that's a word from emma no wiser uh, words said, she was there, but she was she's a great personality and she's not she's not wrong is she it's quite I honest think, i hope that she comes out in the press conference before the match and says the exact same quote because that would be brilliant. He could just capture both I'll of do them. My, what's it, word on word? I'll do. I'll do my best. Uh, uh, and if I if I don't win, I'm gonna let's listen to it again. If you want to hear it again, I don't think there's any harm. I'm sure people would want to hear it again. Here we go. We'll go around again. How are you? I'm good. So you're about to play the final. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling confident, and I'm gonna really give confident. it my best shot. And if it doesn't work, then that's all I can do. <laughs> If it doesn't work, <laughs> really confident. If it don't work, that's all I can do. So, shout out to her. She's not wrong, and she just needs to do her best in this final. There's not really much pressure on her, in a way. Like for either of them, there is, of course, there is loads of pressure. But yeah, there's tons. No one's gonna. No one can say anything critical about either of them if they're to lose. Even no. if they get, they lose comfortably. Like it, there's no hard. Like what they've done is just. Far, far outweighing anything possible anyone could possibly imagine. Well, it's it's a win-win for the public. Yeah, yeah. A public matter, wins yeah. no matter what now because all they want to see is a good final. Now that's it. Like just both players turn up and play the same way you've played. That's all you can ask for, and enjoy it. That's all you can say to them. Just go out and have fun. Right. Prediction time though, Ben. Liam's in the chat. I'm not sure which player I like more, and that's a great place to be. I agree completely. Over to Ben, though, with his US Open women's final prediction for this year. Cheers for that, Liam. One of the patrons there in the chat. Uh, mate, well, the prediction, I'm not going to try and uh, sidetrack away from it. <laughs> Tried my best. Uh, right. Are we going to give actual set score predictions as well? Are we going to give score. a run? No, I think that's okay. too much for this. We'll just okay. go who you think is going to win, straight sets in three sets. I've been going for it for the last two matches, and I'm going to go for it again. Radu Kanu 
in three. So you've gone for Radu Kanu to win in three sets. So you were just saying that it's only going to be Radu Kanu in two or Fernandez in three. You've just completely blown that theory out the park. But every time I picked Radu Kanu in three, she's won in two. So I'm sticking with it. Radu so Kanu you don't really care about three. your prediction. You just want I her do, to win. I, do, I, I definitely just want her to win. That's guaranteed. <laughs> but there's, I'm going, I'm sticking with it. There's part of it. I'm, I'm very superstitious at the moment. I've told you, do not put any bets on any of these matches. They will lose if you start betting on them. And we've avoided it. And they're in the final. So I'm even more superstitious now. Let's just stick with it. Radu Kanu in three. All right. Hear me out, Ben. Don't attack me before, but I'm going to give you my right. prediction, and that is Layla Fernandez to win this match in three sets. Uh, and God. I'm from Britain. I'd love to see Emma Raducanu win. Um, I just think Layla Fernandez, the run she's had to reach this final, I don't think fatigue is going to be an issue for her personally i know that's been the big sort of downer on it she's played so much more on call is she going to be ready for it i think she's going to be ready i really do the fight she shows in matches i've not seen from a lot of of, mate you can compare it to say the likes of rafa djokovic she's got that kind of fire in her in terms of fighting back in matches there's something very unique and special about her and i think if emma is even to take that first set six one we could start to see, because that's what could happen. Emma could come out like she always does and win that first set 6-1. Who's to say then, Leda Fernandez doesn't start growing into the match and fighting back. She takes a second and then we could see a special third set and I fancy her in three. There's part of me that wants to see, because the, at the moment, everybody's saying, ah, oh, well, Raducanu, yeah, she's just winning in two. The other players aren't really turning up though. That's why she's winning in two. I want to see her prove everyone wrong she goes a set down comes back and wins it in three and she proves she can do the same thing as fernandez because that might silence a few of the critics uh who are saying that she can't do that so i'm gonna go radu in three and plus i want an epic final as well i would love three sets i want to see this go the distance i want to see both players tested yeah. i want to see fernandez hitting amazing winners down the line i want to see radu Kanu smashing Forehand, backhand. They both, wanna... they both hit a lot of winners. Yeah, aces as well. Second yeah. serve aces against Sabalenka. What was that? Where was that coming from? Amazing. I Mate, I just don't get it. I really don't. We've got Sam saying attacking, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me. I, I already attacked him enough off stream when he told me who he was going to pick. I already knew. I was already aware. So I've tried to uh, get it all out of my system. Plus, I'm a little bit... Uh, well, I used a lot of my energy up yesterday or about five this morning doing those streams. So I'm just using my last bit of energy just to give you the predictions. I'm not going to waste it on attacking JG. Yeah, exactly. That. I think we'll wrap it up just before we go. We do have some men's action today. No, oh, really? other than Alex Zverev versus Novak Djokovic. Don't think it's bigger than that right now on the hard courts. Uh, Don't know that. Maybe would argue he should be involved, but I think Zverev Djokovic is going to be special, especially of the whole narrative after um, the Olympics. Zverev taking that gold medal from him, in Ooh. essence. So much to be uh, to, to be played there. I think it's going to be amazing, that one. Uh, yeah. We've been expecting it from from day one of the, of the tournament. We're going yep. to get the semi-final matchup. 
And don't forget Felix as well, another Canadian, maybe spurred on from Leila Fernandez, what she's done against Daniel Medvedev. We both agree it's yeah. going to be a big ask, uh, but we'll be covering both of them semi-finals later on. Hopefully John will join for the first one, um, but we'll have to see. But for now, yeah. anything left to say, Ben? No, just best of luck to both of these uh, young ladies in the final. Everybody around the world will be watching, I'm sure. And just go out there, have fun and play play your tennis. Yeah, we'll be doing the live watch along for it as well, of course. Um, but nothing left to say. So like and subscribe, guys. It really helps us out on the podcast. Great to see so many new subscribers recently. And great that a lot of people are liking the videos because it helps us with the YouTube algorithms. But for now, we love you and leave you and see you on the next podcast. Cheers, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.